Jumping into a musical career can be extremely difficult and intimidating. This week, I talk with Brody, a classically trained guitarist from Niagara, Ontario, about putting your heart into your work and diving into your project before you lose that spark. Welcome to Schedule to Launch, a podcast to learn about projects you may have otherwise missed. My name is Zach, and today I'm going to be talking with somebody who I personally got to see grow over the past 13 years or so. He's a musician. He's an incredible guitarist whose songs I've been listening to on repeat for a little while now. Brody, thank you for coming on here with me, man. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I, I know I said this already before we started recording, but this is this is really awesome. I'm, I'm really I'm really glad that you're doing this. I'm really thankful that you're doing this, too. Oh, thanks Brody. Yeah. So, uh, let's, let's, before we even get into the music and stuff, let's talk a little bit about you. Like, can you tell the audience a little bit about who you are? Yeah. Hold on. My phone just went off and I'm going to silence that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So a little bit about me. Um, I am a singer songwriter from Niagara, uh, uh in Southern Ontario. Um, I have been playing guitar for, um, uh, just over, oh my goodness, just over 15 years now. Is that um, really it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I started, yeah. I started when I was 12 and I'm 27 now. So 15 years. It's incredible. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, and I've been singing in choirs for the last, um, probably about seven years or so. Um, and yeah, now I'm sort of putting the guitar experience together with the choral experience to, um, do the whole singer songwriter thing and write my own stuff and, and, uh, and record my own music. So that's sort of what's going on. I, I went to university for classical guitar. So a lot of the stuff that I do is like sort of kind of like more classical harmony um, like it's very much influenced by, by that sort of thing, but, uh, and then the whole finger style thing, because classical guitars play with the fingers. So yeah, sort of, but, but turning that into like a more mellow pop sort of sound. Yeah. I gotta say you've mixed it really well together. Um, like I said, I've been listening to this thing on repeat since like last week when we first talked about getting you on, wanted to really dive in and listen to it and mm-hmm it's it's incredible like you've got this beautiful powerful voice that mixes really well with these guitars and i think it's there you have one song uh that that i i just absolutely love it the liar i think it's an incredible Mm. piece just all together thanks man thanks yeah it's it's beautiful it makes me it makes me really happy just to sit down and listen to that Mm. cool yeah the liar um was was a really fun project um it's like it's you know it, it's me playing acoustic guitar and and singing on it um but you know i i i released a demo of that track uh on like a collection collection of demos called little prayers um back in the fall of 2020 and and then basically what the plan was 
helps to sort of show people what the songwriting process is like you know like you write a demo first you record it you kind of you have like you know not the best sounding recording um first i mean i did do some polishing on it but um usually it's it's a little bit you know like lesser quality than like a fully produced tune right so anyway so yeah so i i reduced that i i um I released that as a, uh, as a demo. And then uh, I reached out to some of my favorite musicians, like some of my favorite session musicians and asked if they wanted to play on the track. Um, and they, fortunately they all agreed um, much to my surprise. Um, like, so we've got a, a drummer who plays, uh, his name's Jordan Rose. Uh, he plays with uh, Theo Katzman of Wolfpack. Okay, yeah, I've, I know them. Yeah, so so it's that drummer. Uh, we've got Nick Campbell on bass, who is um, incredible. He's incredible. Such a nice Dude, man, incredible, incredible bass player. Um, and uh, and then we have Ariel Posen, who is uh, an incredible like uh, electric slide guitar player out from uh, out west, uh, from uh, Winnipeg. Um, and uh he's doing his he's doing his solo thing these days too and uh just just crushing it and these are all musicians that i really admire and you know to be able to collaborate with them was just was an absolute dream yeah it's and it really shows too there's a lot of love in every single one of these pieces even the demos you mentioned that there's this this lower quality and some of them you can tell the rust there's some twanginess in the original version of the liar and then it comes through with your your full release and the full release is it's a total 180 in how full it sounds mm. and like i can really get behind that and just sit down and really take it in mm. yeah um yeah i mean and that that tune really um really really means a lot to me too i mean like it's about like like the liar is this sort of like this this way that you kind of see um see see myself really as as not you know not someone who like is a, is a compulsive liar but um you know somebody who you know is is struggling with a form of uh um you know with 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 mental health concerns issues whatever whatever you want to call them um yeah. and uh sort of lying to people and saying no like it's it's all right like i'm i'm okay you know um and and just sort of pushing it pushing it down and just not sharing that um but at the very last line of this the tune is um um oh my goodness i forget my own lyrics now um <laughs> hold on the last what's the last line oh yeah the last line is um uh but i've grown tired of living life a liar so here goes you know it's that sort of like letting it letting it all letting it all out now it's like okay i've i've hid this for for long enough like the let's let's be open about it um and i think a lot of people who are struggling with uh you know with uh with any like mental health problems mental health um, and imposter syndrome and all those right right those really heavy um, things mm-hmm. um anybody really you know struggling with that i think can can sort of relate to to that kind of um that kind of experience you know and i think uh, a big thing on that specific track too i know we've been talking about it for almost five minutes already but (laughs) 
uh, I think a lot of people can listen to that song and really absorb the message without reading too deep. Um, with the pandemic currently hitting everything like that, like people are feeling these heavy emotions, mm-hmm. and we we kind of unfortunately we have this stigma to lock it up and throw away the key. I think you yeah. you say in one point, but mm-hmm. you can kind of see how people people are trying to open up and just we're not supposed to in society that's what we're told so this song really resonates with a lot of people i think mm-hmm. so speaking of which um on on like a little bit more of a positive note how has covid treated you was that like kind of i don't know what you were doing during that if you were in school or has this been a time where you can just sit down and write music and punch it out or is this like a step towards doing what you what you want or yeah so i mean i i was laid off from my job in um oh my dog is very upset Uh, (laughs) um yeah i was laid off from my job uh in april i believe of of 2020 um i'm I've, i've since returned um but uh I was off for, for quite a while. And and that's when I did, um, most of this writing was, was doing that. So yeah. Um, you know, the, the, during the pandemic, I, I sort of turned to the guitar and singing and, and doing the songwriting thing, um, just as a way to kind of pass the time and a way to kind of express myself. Um, and yeah, I just found myself in a state of having, you know, just this constant flow of, of ideas. And I'm still, I'm still writing, um, you know, and, and still have unreleased music to, to, to put out too. So it's, it's, it's definitely been, uh, been a super creative time for me. And I'm, I'm actually really, um, uh, really, you know, really thankful to have had this, this sort of time to pursue this dream, you know? Yeah. Um, Actually, one of the ones that I believe you released it uh, as of recording, I think it was yesterday, but in my prime, um, mm-hmm. which is such a stark contrast to to some of the other songs uh, when it comes down to the the upfront meaning, at least. Um, mm-hmm. And just seeing like how people have interacted with you on social, showing pictures of them in their prime <laughs> has been yeah. so much fun. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that's, that's been super cool. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, today I just, I, I posted a, a thing on Instagram, um, uh, for just to kind of like, you know, kind of, kind of help to promote the song, but also just really to see like, you know, fun pictures from people's past, you know? So yeah, like I just tagged it with the hashtag in my prime and like, you know, um, you know, posted a picture of, of, of me back in like, in, in, the, in the glory days oh my god without you the beard man <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> i had to, i have a fake mustache on and the whole the whole oh, nine yards so. i think i i saw that picture during your graduation actually the first oh, time probably I think that came up during your grad ceremony and it was oh. funny then and i saw it again <laughs> And I got another laugh out of it. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's been really, it's been really fun seeing people's submissions. Um, 
yeah and I, i've just been sort of sharing them as well for other people to see but yeah there's been some really great stuff you know pictures that are uh you know either really flattering or pictures that are really cringy or you know and everything in between it's been it's been tons of fun yeah it's been great to see just how positive the interaction is with people and i know a lot of it when you start small a lot of the times it's your it's your friends and then mm-hmm. it's your friends friends it starts to pick up from there and yeah. We, yeah just like that that constant expanse of interaction with new people is always great yeah yeah and that's sort of what i'm what i'm trying to do you know is is just just have fun with it and if people listen and people are engaged with it that's that's a bonus you know a hundred percent now you had mentioned that you are a classical trained guitarist and Mm. i've done this choir classical mix mixing with some pop and i want to know why you went into that direction because 10 years ago i i thought you were going to go into kind of this jazz direction actually Mm. um with your music this jazz rock yeah so um yeah i mean like in like throughout high school i you know i played guitar and and bass um you know in in like the concert band and in in the jazz band um and you know and then i i kind of you know i i went to school for something else for like i went to school for accounting for a year and then hated it and then switched to music yeah, i can't see um, you as an accountant i'm sorry i know <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah like i and it was just kind of like well i want to stay at rock university um and i want to stay in niagara so what are my options for music? And the option was classical guitar. They didn't have like a pop program or a jazz program or anything. So I was like, well, okay, I'll try. I'll take some classical guitar lessons, do an audition. And then kind of went with that. So that's sort of how I got into classical. It was kind of like, it's almost like your hand was forced. Yeah. 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 I ended up falling in love with the classical guitar. Um, I think it's a gorgeous sounding instrument. Um, It's, I just get absorbed by it whenever I, whenever I play um, like solo rep. Um, it's so clean compared to other instruments too. It is. It, it has a really pure sound. Um, but, but also like the range, the range of tone on the instrument is, is just incredible. Like you can get so many, you know, very harsh sounds out of the instrument too. So, but yeah, so I, I did that. And then, and then towards the end of my degree, I kind of, um, you know, picked up the electric guitar again and I had a few gigs. Uh, you know, one of, one of them was playing, uh, you know, in like, a uh, like in a pit band for a musical. Um, okay. That's a, pretty cool. Yeah. So ended up doing a couple of those gigs, which is tons of fun. Um, I'm sure it's and, very different too than just performing on stage. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of cool because no one can see you, you know, so you can kind of like, just really focus on on playing the music to the best of your ability and you can just have fun and like crack jokes with the other musicians in the band and <laughs> um and you know in in the experiences that that I had both bands were super small like the one was or they were both a four, uh, four piece bands so super super small and uh uh yeah, just just a real sort of like intimate group, which was which was tons of fun. Um, and then that led to just other gigs. Like I 
play in a in like a, a 1970s era Genesis tribute band. Really? Yeah. Oh, what's the um, name? You got to tell me that. The name of the band? Oh yeah. Oh, it's just uh, it, we we just sort of put on a show like once every couple uh, years. Okay. Yeah, we don't have a real. It's more. It's like a Phelan and Phelan production is what <laughs> is what it's called. Um, but yeah, we, we just do like a tribute to uh, uh, to a certain year's tour that they did in the seventies. Okay, that's really yeah. fun. I really yeah. like that. So that sort of you know that sort of prog rock thing. Uh, uh, used a lot of my classical training because um, that that sort of style was was really um, was really prevalent in in prog rock. You know, very like classical form uh, and uh, and just sort of like chord shapes and stuff. Just what happened to you know that just sort of happened to be in in the case of the uh, music by Genesis. But um, yeah, and then I you know and then I played a couple gigs at a jazz club. Um, so I did some jazz guitar a little bit. I wouldn't really call myself a jazz player though. Um, like I know my jazz chords, but you know, I'm not really not your thing anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically I kind of, I've done a bunch (laughs) of stuff and, and that sort of, you know, reflects like my listening habits too. Like I just listen to anything I can get my hands on and, um, I guess like how that sort of plays in plays into the music that I write. I mean, I sort of try to try to take, um, take from as many genres as possible and, and sort of think about, okay, what, what's, you know, the, the form, the overall structure of this, of this tune, um, what's some of the harmony that they're using. Um, and how can I make it mine? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been really cool kind of experimenting with writing songs and finding my voice. But yeah, it's been it's been really it's been really cool and like I feel like every experience that I've had has kind of led to this. Yeah, it's it's a steady build and yeah. I mean, you're you're still super young and mm-hmm. you got a lot ahead of you. Yeah, and and I just started too, you know, like I've only mm-hmm. been doing it for like maybe like not even a year um and uh yeah it's just i'm trying to get as much original music under my belt and um just just keep writing and and uh yeah when when i'm in a rut i try to you know listen to new music and get some ideas um you know return back to my influences like theo katzman john mayer that sort of thing and um Speaking of original music, you yeah. have one song that I find very fun that I did not expect. Um, Christmas to me. <laughs> it's so I know we're at a season. It's such a different vibe from a lot of the other Christmas music that you hear on there. It hundred yeah. percent deserves to be in everybody's song rotation. What brought you into this direction? Was that more of the the choir classical training or How'd that come to be? Can you tell me about that one a bit? Okay, so I really like this podcast called My Brother, My Brother and Me. Oh, uh, I love you got me into my bim bam. Oh, excellent. Well, yeah, oh yeah, because I told you about Adventure Zone and, and all yeah. that. Yeah, okay. So a couple years ago, they did this bit uh around Christmas time where like they did this segment that was called 
that's a Christmas to me. And they were making fun of like, you know, like Christmas songs and saying like, yeah, you know, like whatever, like whatever makes, makes it feel like Christmas to them. So the song started out as a joke. Um, I was like, I, yeah, like I'm, I'm just sort of riffing here. And then what's the chorus going to be, uh, or like the sort of tag throughout the verse. And I was just like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just do it. Let's just call it. That's Christmas to me. And and I just got thinking about okay, what are the things that make make a Christmas to me? And then I just you know kept the harmony super simple, like a Christmas song should be. And uh, yeah, just had just sort of had fun with it, and um, it just kind of just kind of flowed. And it ha- I think I wrote the song in like a couple hours, maybe. It doesn't uh, feel like it because there's like choir bits and yeah. So yeah, so that like it, again. I I sort of wrote out the guitar and vocal part, but then I sent it to my friend who's um who's like an orchestrator and an arranger, and she um like wrote it for strings and horns and choir and all this stuff. So she came up with all these parts, and then I just reached out to I have a number of musical friends just reached out to them. I was like, Hey, if anyone wants to be a part of this tune, shoot me a message. And the response is overwhelming. We got a ton of people. Um, and we just had an absolute blast with it. It was, yeah, it was lots of fun. Yeah. It's, it feels it too. Like you can tell there's a lot of, as, as simple as it is, it's very, very fun the entire way through. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a real, a real pleasure to write. And it was kind of nice because some of the other stuff that I write is like a little bit sadder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I get that vibe, man. Yeah. <laughs> so it was nice to, uh, to write something that was a little bit more uplifting. I was in a good mood that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you actually mentioned it there. Um, a lot of these feel like they have some really deep personal connections, mm. um, that, that stem from real life experiences. Um, would you, the first time I listened to that song, I, I kid you not, I was almost moved to tears. Mm. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just feel like they have this, um, you can tell you're writing from your heart. Mm. Yeah. You know, the songs, um, on, on little prayers, especially are really personal and, like I was, I was really just kind of, it was, it was coming from a place of, um, a lot of, uh, like a lot of self doubt and anxiety uh, and depression. And, uh, you know, the, the writing those songs sort of helped me through a lot of that stuff and just a way to kind of, to, to get it out and, and, and write. And, um, I just found that, found that as I, as I wrote, you know, this sort of like this kind of, rhyming scheme sort of sort of came out of it and um i that's always something that that i do just throughout the day like i just kind of like you know sing joke songs or like turn sentence or something somebody said into a song yeah um you make music a part of your life yeah yeah and this was just part of my life and um uh yeah i wanted to put that into that into a song and 
Um, it just sort of felt right. Here's another one. I, I noticed that a lot of this, you you mentioned it too, that you're you're releasing as singles over building up and doing an album. Is that more so just that's your preferred method or you're excited to get them out there or just albums too much work? <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of it is um, my lack of patience. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's one of those that like I get really excited about, okay, I've got a new song. I just really want to share it with people. Uh, so like, let's record it. Let's get it out there. Uh, I have a really hard time like waiting. So I've got, a, I do have a few more singles that are recorded and mixed and ready to go um, that aren't released yet. But I think I'm going to still release those as singles over the next few months. Um, and then, and then maybe compile them into you know a full-length record and you know i am still working on uh full versions of all the other songs on little prayers too so those are those are coming as well um sort of more polished recordings and filled out a little bit with with you know sort of a larger instrumentation yeah i i it honestly it, it is just like i just get really excited about having a new song having something new to share and then just you know, just get it out there. Like it's, it's taking Aussie, it's taking everything I have to not release like the next song today. Like, <laughs> like I just put out a song, what, like three days ago and I already want to put out another one. Um, cause it's there yeah, it, and, and you know, yeah, it, it makes me super happy to hear that you're so excited to get this music out here to people and just give them something that they can sit down and listen to and just digest. And, mm hearing you being so excited to just throw these things out into the aether there and just get as many people that want to 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 devour that content it's really exciting for me just to sit back and watch mm. yeah yeah well thanks thanks man um yeah it's i'm i'm having a blast doing it and uh I, I think that's sort of what's been keeping me going is like, you know, like it's just fun to write songs, even though the songs are like sad. Sometimes I still enjoy writing them and, and doing the process, going through the process of recording. And then I've been getting into mixing and mastering lately. So, you know, doing all that and, and now I'm, I'm trying to, you know, um, record some video and get that side of it going out too. So, um, I, I'm just sort of testing the waters, trying out a bunch of different things and seeing what sticks, you know? Yeah. It's, um, it also seems like you've gotten the chance to meet some really interesting people or at least work with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Like, okay. So my sort of like, I don't know. It's not really a motto, but my sort of, my new lifestyle, I guess, has been like just like what's the worst that can happen? You know, like I I admire a lot of musicians. Um and uh I'll just message them on Instagram or like add them as a friend on Facebook. Uh and like if they respond, cool. If not, cool. Um but that's led to a ton of collaboration. Like 
I, I would have never thought that I'd be releasing a track with Jordan Rose playing drums. Like he's one of my favorite drummers or, or like, like live drummers, favorite session drummers, like of all time. And to say that he's on one of my songs is just incredible. And like, we've had conversations and video chats and, you know, like we've, we've just talked about music and, and, and other things like, you know, it's it's more than just a transaction. You There's know, a like, connection there. There's a, a bond. Yeah, yeah. So like that that's just been that's just been unreal. Um, you know, to to say that like yeah, like I've you know chatted with Ariel Posen. I've chatted with Jordan Rose. I've, I've chatted with you know, other musicians that I, that I really like and have also had the chance to, you know, write a song with them and, and like, you know, have them kind of validate my music and be like, this is a cool tune. Like I actually really like this and I'm willing to put my name on it. Yeah. That's, I mean, that that's gotta be a great feeling just all in all. Mm -hmm. I I can, I can only imagine, um, you, you mentioned just diving into it. I think I, I told you this, but we were casually chatting and I decided that this, this entire podcast was going to happen. So that, that was a week ago and here we are now. Dude, that's the best way to do it. And I, 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 I said it, I said it, uh, yeah, before we hit record, you know, like you got to strike while, what's the saying? Strike while the iron's hot. Strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. Like, you know, you've got you've got the the initiative you've got the spark that's there take advantage of it just do it like um the the whole reason why i released little prayers back in the fall was like i was having a conversation with with a with a close friend of mine and i was like man i think i'd like to you know maybe put out some music at some point but like i don't have anything written he's like well just do it like just you know, just sit down and, and, and work towards it. Like you can release some music. Like you just take some time and write it. Dude, two weeks later, the EP was out. Like I, 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 I wrote, I wrote every single song on on little prayers in a week and recorded it and released it. Like, but if, if I, if I wasted or not wasted, if I waited and, you know, didn't, didn't go right away didn't sit down at the guitar and write, write lyrics and write chords and, and all that stuff and then record, you know, if I had waited and then, you know, sort of waited until the songs were totally polished, the songs would never be released and I, I wouldn't be here. That Ember, that Ember could have died out a lot earlier. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there's probably um, some people listening to this who are really wanting to release their own stuff and i know you said just do it but what about the people who are starting like right at the ground like what's what's your your advice to them those people who are who've never held a guitar before Mm. yeah i mean for if you've never if you've never held a guitar before um but you want to start guitar i mean think about why you want to start the guitar um and think about who your influences are who you'd like to listen to what what is inspiring you to do this because that is what's going to keep you going um like 
like I wanted to quit guitar after taking lessons for like a year. And I mean, thank goodness I didn't because I love it now. But I had to remind myself that no, like I like I want to do this. I I, I this is something that, that really matters to me because it's it feels like something I have to do. And I think if you have those influences and you can hold on to that inspiration, you can hold on to that spark that makes you want to do it, whatever it is, whatever it is, then I think you'll, you'll always have have the drive to, to continue doing it. That's some incredible advice, especially as somebody who has picked up and put down the guitar probably close to 30 times in the past 10 years. <laughs> Every week I promise myself I'm going to learn the guitar and I never touch it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's getting close to the end of our time here. So Brody, uh, where are some places that listeners can find you at? Yeah. I mean, I'm on Spotify, Apple music title, whatever. Um, the, the name is just Brody B R O D Y. Um, uh, or you can check out my website, brodymusic.com. Uh, I've got links to everything there. Um, or you can check me out on Instagram, brody underscore s, and you know, shoot me a message. And uh, yeah, you know, let's let's chat. For those of you not paying attention, we're going to link those in the description below. Cool. All right. Well, once again, thank you so much for coming on, Brody. Um, it's it's been an absolute pleasure, and I really look forward to seeing you in the future dude thanks so much for having me i'm i'm honored to uh, uh to be here this is this has been tons of fun yeah it's been great so remember everybody brody's going to be releasing some stuff he is scheduled for launch soon have a great night take care of yourself bye thank you so much for joining me on this episode of scheduled for launch if you'd like to talk to me you can find me on twitter at scheduled for launch Thank you to Malik as well for helping me out with my logo. His Twitter handle is at HamAllKid. You can catch his streams on Twitch. If you want to come to the show, you can contact me on Twitter as well, or you can email me, which should be in the description if I set this up right. While I still get things going up and running here, I'm not totally sure how consistent the uploads are going to be, but I promise you I'm going to work hard and try to get them to you as soon as possible. Stay wonderful. Take care of yourself. Have a good night.